Hey everybody, and welcome back to The Niche Encompass. I am your host, Allegra Stein, and I'm so excited to bring you the latest installment of the 10 Questions for UMAP Coaches series. Today, you're gonna meet Anne Marcel Kwame of Basphere.com. Anne Marcel is bringing to life one of the most creative ideas I've heard in a very long time, connecting anime fans with jobs in the tech industry and I just can't get enough of it. Her story is incredible. How she has used UMAP is wildly creative, both in her current job, in this project that she's bringing to life with her family and her clients. I can't wait for you to hear more. And if as a result of hearing her story and any of the other UMAP stories in this series, you'd like to get certified in the tool, I hope you will check things out over at umapwithallegra.com. There's a cohort coming up this April. There will be another couple in the fall, so make sure you add your name to the wait list. I would love to see you in class. But for now, I am thrilled to introduce you to Anne Marcel. Here we go. Hello, Anne Marcel. I'm so excited to have you here. Hello, Allegra. Yes, finally. (laughs) I know we've been trying to coordinate this one for a few weeks, so I'm glad it's finally happening. Mm -hmm. So welcome to 10 Questions for UMAP Coaches. We're just going to dive right in. Mm -hmm. And I am curious, tell us about, there's going to be plenty of time to tell us what you're doing now, but I kind of want to go back Mm -hmm. in time. What was your work like? What were you doing before you made the decision to get certified in UMAP? Yeah, I was a recent college grad. This was pre-pandemic and I was looking for a job, you know, any way that I could find to develop myself, really get an age in the competitive job market, I did, including taking this program called Parachute Bridge. I'm not sure if it's still around or still called that. And Parachute Bridge had part of the program was doing our UMAP. And that's when I came across it the first time, yes. And I remember going through the process. I had a great time speaking with Mimi. It was very affirming and I was just present to the possibility. And so, you know, I was like, this will help my job search. And then some. And so I was really job seeking in it. I was trying to find myself in the world or affirm myself in the world, I should say. And I stumbled upon it. And ever since I've been in it. That's awesome. And what made you... What made you decide to, or why did you decide to get certified in it? So I think it's really interesting is you were introduced to a program that, that administered your UMAP. So you're like, cool, look at all this stuff about me. But then what was that moment where you're like, listen, I'm going to now invest the time and investment to get certified in UMAP yourself Mm -hmm. to bring it into your own work. Why did you make that decision? I didn't want it to be all about me. I saw the value in what I what the UMAP opened up for me. And I was like, okay, I want this to I want to bring this to other people. Because mm. for the longest time, I've known things about people. I've sensed it, it was intuitive to me, but it wasn't intuitive to them. So I wanted an objective way that wasn't about me to tell them who they are so they could listen for the first time, not from me, but for themselves. So UMAP was that tool to help me be like, aha, see, I told you, but look at this other see, see, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like, it was like a thing that was outside of you that was validating your perceptions, perhaps? It, yeah, my perception and people around me, really. I wanted others to really see for themselves the value that they had to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Had you considered something else for that? Like, was there something missing that it filled the space for? Ah, for myself, you mean? Yeah. Mm. Let's see. Oh, okay. So a lot of the time I knew things about myself, you know, I've, I, I am me, like I know me. Yeah. But there wasn't really quite language to call it out. It was always like, let me think about that. Oh, it was something so far away and I had to like, I was always reaching in the ether, trying to find words. Yeah. And finally, you might have the language. So if I were to share myself to people, I'm like, I, you know, I, I say who I say, <laughs> I am, but like, look at this thing too. Like I did it, you know, it also says that. So the language for the longest time was evading me. And for yes, the first yeah. time I was like, yes, got you. Oh my gosh. That's so, I've said that to so many people. It's like one of the most valuable parts of it for me was having the language Yes. to describe myself. And now it's having the language to understand my clients. Exactly. Yep. It's both of yep. the things. Language. Mm -hmm. So how did you, how, you know, when you work with someone and they're like, well, what is UMAP? How do you explain it? How, how do you explain it to someone, let's say, who's never heard of it? <laughs> right. It depends on where they're coming from. Right um so usually so i wouldn't go necessarily into the four pillars of umap mm -hmm. i would say you know umap is um is an assessment profile it's an assessment profile that really helps you unlock areas of yourself that you take for granted oh that's yes beautiful. yeah because sometimes we're really good at picking a, you know, and sometimes, you know, if I miss somebody, you'd be like, yeah, you, sometimes you send things that's not working about yourself. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is not working. You point, this is negative. But like, all of a sudden, UMAP is the tool that gives you the language to describe what's good about you, what's working, what is up with you. So like, do it. And you do it in four pillars, not just one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, just listening to you talk, I'm like, yes, I want that. And I'm like, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have it. You, you want to see? You want to see? So that's, you know, what I bring to people when I'm, then depending the world that they're in, you know, if they're professional, they're familiar with assessment, then I'll go in on that, like this new tool. Um, If it's people like my mom, then I go with the angle of like, hey, let, let's talk about the thing that's really uh, positive about you. That's so, that's such a great point. And I, I just want to zoom out for a moment because some of the people who are listening, I mean, one of the things I think coaches try to figure out is like, how do we introduce our work? How do we talk about what we do? Yes. And I think the way you describe that is so perfect because it depends on who you're talking to. Exactly. It depends on the audience. And what's great mm -hmm. is that you've just demonstrated that with UMAP, there's so many ways to describe it to different groups of people in a way that makes sense to them. Exactly. It's about them. Oftentimes, I like to point out what is missing right they may not know that's missing sometimes like they point out things that are not working but but what's missing within that you mm -hmm. map can provide you that lens that that opening that insights oh that's that so need. good oh yeah. it's so good so what were some as as a coach again there's so mm -hmm. many layers to this because there's there's how the tool impacts our work and our mm -hmm. coaching with our clients and what it does yeah. for them but then there's this layer of like what it does for us. So I'm curious, as a result of getting certified in UMAP, what were some of your biggest insights? Like, what did you discover about yourself? What was the biggest shift you felt 
as a coach in your practice because you had made that decision to to learn it? Yeah. I, for the first time, I had an actionable tool to bring to people that was not about me just talking, talking, talking. I had an actionable tool that could use it and take action when I'm not around. What I noticed, Bob, I said, I give people hype. I give people energy, but once I'm gone, it, it disappears. But if I leave them with UMAP, all of a sudden, they can take action on their own. That was the biggest thing for me. Wow. And did that did that make you feel differently about your coaching in some way? Did you feel like what changed for you? Mm-hmm. Is, is like, if I was watching from the outside, actually, this ah. is a question. And I'm kind of going off script here. So it's okay mm-hmm. if you're like, boy, yeah. this is like mm-hmm. a, a question 5.2. If I was, if I knew you as a coach Uh and was watching you kind of just watching how your work was evolving, is -hmm. there something I may have noticed differently about you before versus after? Yes. Before I was, it was, so before the coaching that I did was more pure mentorship. Okay. I would go in, you know, with the flow, see who the person is. And it was very unstructured, unplanned, non-intentional. You mm. made my coaching very intentional and made it structured. And before I would run away from the word structure, but now structure brings that ability to make it replicable, to make it available outside of my own nearby close friends, which was all of what all my coaching was about. Yeah. When I was in college, when I was really discovering for myself that I was really, really good at it. You made it not only actionable, it made it really available because the structure and the consistency, the I was all of a sudden reliable. Wow. That's what I'm like. I'm just, I, I feel that word yeah. in my body. Cause I haven't, I haven't captured that word, but that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. It makes you reliable because you come through with not just your word, although that hooks people up, but you have something to back it up that you can leave people with. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Okay, where are we at? All right, that was question okay. number four or yes. five point three five. But let's uh-huh. we'll go back to the to the to the to mm-hmm. the to the ten questions. So number five, and we've actually already gotten some of this, but mm-hmm. how would you say, in what very tangible, measurable ways, perhaps, did your coaching or consulting practice change after getting certified? Did you find you were working with more people? Did it change your your um uh how much you felt comfortable charging for your services? Like were there mm-hmm. ways that were kind of tangible mm-hmm. that you can uh think of that 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 your work changed? Yeah. And it could also be internal too, not just external, but I love giving yeah. those kinds of examples. No, absolutely. So I'll talk about my current work right now. Please do. So I I I'm not using coaching like, you know, like individual. I don't have my coaching business quite set up yet. However, in my current full-time job, I've been able to present UMAP to actually get a grant to present UMAP to my learners, do a pilot with it. So currently, I am a career coach at Merit America, and okay. Merit America has a wonderful mission to empower the 53 million Americans who are stuck in low-wage jobs and gets them into high-growth jobs in tech, IT careers, data analytics, and so on and so forth. So when I got to the company, I was like, whoa. A lot of our learners need that self-awareness to be able to really go into tech feeling like they got what it takes and really be successful, sustainably speaking. So UMAP really equipped me to show what I can do at scale. 
So when I pitched the idea, ran the pilot, I got the result that I wanted. And next thing you know, I'm using that as a case study for myself to get promoted. Oh my gosh. So that was one of the things. And more promotion means like well, more money on the table. So that's Amazing. how I see you might being this tangible tool that really like got me what I wanted. And so it's, I mean, what an incredible shift, just like opportunity that, that you created and were able to really take action on because you had yeah. the tool to do it with. Mm-hmm. What about internally? How would you describe how you feel about your work? What shifts have, has that been? I feel like my work now transcend worlds. That's loaded statement. What I mean by that is like, I use UMAP with human, actual people like you and me. Yeah. But then I went beyond that. I'm actually using UMAP to profile fictional characters like anime that I love. Why am I going that way? Because anime and other pop cultural genre engages people yes. naturally. And if you want, sometimes people, when they hear assessment, they freak out, be like, oh, another thing. But all of a sudden, when you point out to a character that they already see themselves in, and you would say that character has X, Y, and Z value, has this personality, and so on and so yeah, forth, yeah. they're sold. So I have used UMAP to profile anime characters, and I'm using that to build out my business where I want to empower anime fans to get jobs in tech. And those are the ways that I'm finding my own satisfaction, using UMAP to transcend worlds and boundaries. It's beautiful are you do you have ideation in your top five I forget yes I am okay I have have ideation in my top five and I am just like dying about this it is the coolest thing I've ever heard and I just we could do a whole well we need to do another episode where we just talk about this idea because I'm like tell me all about this but we will stay on track but I just want all of you listening to know that what Amarcel is building out with this is Ah, oh, it is so good. I'm so excited Thank for you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you, Question man? number six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in what ways would you, how would you tell someone that getting certified in UMAP is different than let's say another certification program? Um, do you have, mm-hmm. do you have any other certifications? Were you deciding between different programs when you had that, uh, when you were at that decision moment? No, there was no other program that I was assigning to. UMAP was it for me because I saw the intersectionality that it brought. Four pillars, yeah. values. The I just got present to like, whoa, this is it. Yep. You know, because I've taken personality assessment before and it landed generically. And I saw how UMAP make it, made it by you and no one else like you. Uh-huh. And so for somebody who's really trying to decide what I found particular is about UMAP, it's not about the fancy tool. All of a sudden it's about the person. UMAP is so simple, so intuitive, so actionable. It is not about, oh, let me, this is, because I feel like before, I don't know what it, the assessment was. You know, I will get this like long ass profile, reading like, I don't know, 10 pages. Yeah. And I have to figure out how to use the tool before the tool worked for me. But all of a sudden, UMAP is all about the person. And it gives us space to just talk. That's such a great, yeah, that, that it gives space. And I think there's, I use that word a lot that it's like, it's very elegant in its simplicity and simple doesn't mean poor quality or bad. No, it it actually means it's quite refined because it's so simple and like, exactly. It gives space for that discovery. 
Yep, yep. And one other thing I added when I did my uh, pilot proposal at my company is that I said that UMAP is scalable because it is both consistent, yet it, you can personalize it because you customize it to the person. So is the four pillars are consistent, yet the person, that, like the trait, it, it would just, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I am with you on it too. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So you've already shared a little bit, but I just want to make sure we give some space too about like ways that you're using UMAP in your work right now. You've shared a lot of yep. this, but um, mm -hmm. you're currently using it with the people and in your work. Any mm -hmm. other kind of details about that that feel exciting? So I'm using it at my current work, Married America, with learners. Yeah. Um, like stacking low wage job, wanting to transition into um high growth jobs. It is so empowering to be present to how you come from a space where you're being told what's wrong with you. You're not good enough. All of a sudden, UMAP is not only affirming, it's revealing you for the first time that everything is all good. Yeah. Period. And then it gives space to focus on the things that matters. I'm using it currently to really profile anime characters and also affirm the beloved fan that they have a place for themselves in tech. I'm also using UMAP in my own life with relationships with people around me. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be any more proud. All of a sudden, I am more appreciative of people around me that do not look like me that are not like me that are totally opposite of me before like you know it would be um about I feel like I would like judge people and be like oh you're like this you need to be more like that and then immediately go to the advice but now with UMAP because I use it with people all around me I'm in the place of listening first before going into like judgment ah uh. So beautiful. I'm just loving hearing you share your story about this. Um, I'm wondering, so question number eight, and this kind of ties into what you were just sharing. Is there a specific moment that stands out that was memorable, a client or someone you've worked with through Merit, um, just a, a surprising or delightful story of, of a result that maybe someone had because you were able to show them their UMAP? I want to get personal with this one. Okay. I use UMAP in my uh, personal life. So I debriefed my mom, I think, uh, a year and a half ago. She just spoke in the back too. She's like, always oh, like watching <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, right. So my mom, um, I debriefed her. She had no idea how much I explained UMAP to her. Like she still doesn't quite get it, but she's like, yeah, I'll do it because it's me, you know? And I remember debriefing her and I could sense she was more like the peacekeeper. So I could sense the harmony. Yeah. And I was, and I have command in my top 10. So so you can imagine I always want to get clarity around the conflict I don't want to sit on there and try to like avoid things you know but she was always like the peacekeeper in the family I, I sense that about her but then the the result was so revealing because I got present to her intellection very smart thinker quiet reserved and really like the depth of it and I also got present and I was so shocked I was like, my mom is not an influencer. You know, she, she's like, she always laid back in the background doing the thing. I just a caretaker. She has maximizer in the top five. I was oh, like, what? Wow. So she cares about the quality. And the moment that, I, oh, her value is also all about success. Yeah. So the maximizer finding like, you know, the best, bringing out the best in people, valuing success. She raised me always towards success. She was always be like, do good in school. She always like took me to school together back in Cote d'Ivoire. And even here, even, you know, she had a limited English. She was still cheering me on. 
And I've forgotten all about it because, you know, the U.S., our immigrant background, we're always like focusing on like making sure everything is rolling. But when I did a UMAP, it stopped. And I really saw God present. I got affirmed for myself, like her value, who she is and how wonderful of a human she is. Oh. And we got into services. What a beautiful story. I just want to like pause there and just let, let how lovely that is just soak in to me and everyone who's listening. Yeah. It's the so intangible result of getting the UMAP is it. I think this is one is bigger than any, you know, client, paying client result that I had because I felt like I got my mom back. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. It's really yeah. beautiful. So the, we're kind of getting towards the end. So question number nine is, you know, there are likely people who are listening who are like, oh my gosh, I want to learn how to do this with my people, whether it's family or friends or clients or at work, like you really have offered so many different ways that it's applied. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think it's important for them to know to decide if it's a good fit or not? I really like saying, mm -hmm. I, I never assume that one thing is the right fit for everyone. I think that would go against what we teach when we use mm -hmm. UMAP. So what do you, for those who are listening, who are thinking about it, is there something you'd want to share that might help them decide if it's a tool that they also want to learn? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's so many wonderful nuggets that comes to mind. Um, I just want to focus on the simplicity of UMAP. As coaches, there's so many things we take on. If you want to, if you're considering taking UMAP, think about, you know, this as a tool that makes your coaching simple, mm -hmm. easy, accessible and impactful because again it it gives space for there to be conversation about the client yeah. about you too sometimes it's just it's so freeing to just have a simple tool to work with and know that it's impactful and plus it's really affordable getting yeah. your certification compared to everything out there too so if, if money is top of mind for you if you're listening UMAP is very affordable mm -hmm. and with all the things that it comes with oh my god yeah. I needed to upgrade this like yesterday <laughs> oh, that's awesome thank yeah. you for the details that's wonderful and I the, the last question is really kind of turning it back to you like is there um mm -hmm. something you were hoping to cover or a question you hoped that I would ask that we haven't talked about yet mm -hmm. You covered everything. I would say too, if you're out there listening, future UMAP coach in the making, I welcome you to, you know, if you're an anime fan or yes. if you're a fan of popular culture, I welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. I welcome you to like join the base for your community because I want to create a community of popular culture fans who have a place in tech, even if they don't know it yet. So, so I want to make sure, so tell everyone where they can find you. That was, that's this, this mm -hmm. is like the most important one here is yeah. how can people find you? Who, who would be a good fit for reaching out for you? And if they're listening, like, what should they do right now to just go say hi and learn more about yeah. who you are and what you're doing? So if you're listening right now, go on LinkedIn, connect with me for a little notes, say, hi, I'm Marcel. I listen to you on the podcast. Okay. I love to connect. Whether you're an anime fan, whether you're interested in the genre, whether you're interested in a place for you in tech and you're like, oh, I'm not a coder. I don't know. There is a place for you. 
And if you're someone out there listening, you're on the fence about, you know, getting UMAP certified, we can talk. Mm-hmm. If you're anyone, any like investors out there who are looking to invest in something like new and amazing and novel, let's talk. Awesome. And tell us, yeah. tell us really quick about Basephere. Yes. Basephere is really a learning community for fans of anime at the moment to get jobs in tech, whether it's technical or no code roles. And I created Basephere with intention. The Bay stands for B-A-E, stands for Black and Asian Entertainment. And anime is one of those mediums where both cultures and our allies really meet and see those common ground about themselves. So if you're looking for a job, why not engage yourself for a medium that you enjoy to get something that you care about? It's just beautiful. So that's B-A-E-S-P-H-E-R-E.com, Basephere.com. Yep. Awesome. I'm so excited. What's that? Mm -hmm. Stay tuned for the newsletter. We have a newsletter (laughs) coming up this month. It's going to be... Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. And I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited that you and I have had this conversation and that the people listening are going to get to learn more about you and your work. Like that's just a big part of why we're here. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for sharing your story, Mm -hmm. for sharing all of the UMAP kind of lessons that you've learned, how you're using it. And I just can't wait to see what you create next. Likewise. Thank you, Allegra. You also do some dope work out there, really certifying UMAP coaches. So the the world is more and more UMAPed. I want that so bad. I feel like there should be more French speakers who are like, you know, UMAP coaches. That is a goal of mine because I see a lot of potential in West African French speaking community for there to be UMAP so that we can really value our, ourselves. Ah. So yeah, make it a work. One step at a time, (laughs) one pillar, you map at a time. That's right. That's exactly it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. And um, yeah, we'll talk again soon. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Make sure that you head to basephere.com, B-A-E-S-P-H-E-R-E.com or find and Marcel over on LinkedIn. Both of those links will be in the show notes. Connect, say hello, celebrate her work, share your reflections. If you love anime or you know someone who loves anime, point them in the direction of what she's up to. Thank you again, Anne Marcel. Ooh, I loved that conversation so much. And this 10 questions for UMAP series is just proving to be such an inspiration and joy for me. I'm so excited that I have the opportunity to teach this tool to those of you who would like to bring UMAP into your coaching practice. So be sure to come check things out over at umapwithallegra.com. You can find a link there to the current cohort. You can get your name on the information list so you learn about future cohorts and opportunities to sign up for classes. Thanks so much for being here, everybody. I sure hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Talk soon.